0: Dottie, Dottie, We like to party. It is us. It is your host. It is the Life is Bio podcast. I am Brian.
1: <laughs> I am Sterling. Brian, how are you this week? How's life?
0: Uh, life is and you know, uh, getting used to the old, uh, well, not the old, but the, the new promotion. And uh, my predecessor left quite a mess for me. So that's been fun cleaning up every day. That's,
1: that's always fun having to do that.
0: But in positive news, you know, got new countertops. What, know, what? Adulting, like a mofo. Yeah. 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 So, you know, uh, hopefully uh, wife of the podcast, Carrie, will be feeling much better by the weekend. Uh, she's had a little bit of the, I don't know, seems like mono, but whatever. She'll she'll, she'll bounce back. She's strong. Yeah. <laughs> and it's Christmas.
1: <laughs> That's her favorite time of the year. It,
0: this is her time to shine. Yeah. How have you been? <laughs>
1: You know, been good, been working, living, life and just the usual. I don't even know, man, nothing. It's been like a busy week. I had I had like one I had like four or five meetings today plus a training, and I was just like by <laughs> by four o'clock I was like, I can't. I was leading the last meeting. it was my team meeting, and I was like, I don't know how to talk anymore. Trying to give them directions, and I was like, "Am I making sense?" And they were like, "We got you, Sterling." I was like, <laughs> "I'm so sorry. I'm tapped out." So, I am glad tomorrow is Friday. I am very excited to not do much this weekend except a little acupuncture. Getting back into my acupuncture, I yes. love it. Helps with all my nerve problems because again, I'm old, <laughs> I have nerve problems, so oh, yeah. you know adulting I, I i should probably somebody but
0: you know i'm becoming a stubborn old man um so there's that <laughs> uh, but yeah yeah we're, we're, we're gonna get this we're gonna get our lives together by the end of this podcast i promise folks
1: love it Well, what's been going on? What's been trending? What's been happening in this world?
0: Well, as we all know, uh, Travis Kelsey, tied in for the Kansas City Chiefs, has been dating Taylor Swift, and the Swifties have taken the football like a fish to water. <laughs> so in order to protect their sweet Princess Tay-Tay, they, they did what anybody would do. And they, they dove into the old tweets of Travis Kelsey. Now, whenever I see somebody's, like, 10-year-old tweets resurfaced, I'm like, oh, no. Oh, I know.
1: No. Um, I get so especially, worried.
0: Especially, you know, white men of a certain age. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, yeah. No. I
1: was
0: like, I, I like you, Travis. I I, I want to be a fan of you. I was like, but I guess this is where I get off. Before I even, like, saw what the tweets were, I was I was like, it's going to be a bunch of N-bombs and calling women bitches and probably Jewish slurs or something. I don't know. I was like expecting the worst. What I found, however, was that Travis Kelsey is the most wholesome idiot that we've ever met.
1: (laughs) Terrible speller. Wholesome as hell. uh,
0: And I was like, this is really refreshing. (laughs) It, It
1: really was because we i tell you nervous.
0: I was nervous there I was nervous yeah. for a second
1: <laughs> I think we all were I saw it like come up and I was like oh no oh no and then it was just like what was it I fed a squirrel today some bread
0: <laughs> oh I've, I've compiled my favorites so uh there's nap time <laughs> that's, that, that's a personal favorite of mine and then as you mentioned, I just gave a squirrel a piece of bread and it straight smashed all of it. I had no idea they ate bread like that. Haha, ha, hashtag crazy. <laughs>
1: that was my favorite <laughs> one.
0: I also love how he spelled squirrel S Q U I R
1: L E. That one, that was the one that did it for me. I was like, he's fine. Went from class to
0: therapy. Now I need some... Ch- I, he meant Chipotle. Misspelled it. Hashtag Chipotle. <laughs> and then I'm off to check out my new apartment. Multiple exclamation points. Oh. <laughs> Multiple tweets about going to Olive Garden with his dad. Uh, up at Olive Garden with Papa. Had to grab the fettuccine with the chicken Alfredo. Hashtag schmackin'. <laughs> Oh, and then I think this is the coup de grace. The moon looks crazy tonight. I'm gonna chill out here for a little and just visualize my success and vibe to the scenery.
1: Yeah. This is, this is, a this, I am a fan. These tweets actually like officially made me be like, and I think I'm a fan of yours. I liked you. I was fine with you. Thought you were funny. Now I'm like, I'm a fan because you're a just you're there's this whole like trend calling like some men like golden retrievers (laughs) like like, where's my golden retriever because they like will be like oh no and then they're so happy to see you and i'm like he's a golden retriever that is what he is just happy and and
0: full of love it's very refreshing again just because he also like i don't want to say he knows his role yeah but he respects Taylor Swift's role, and maybe I'm yeah. just reading too much into it, but like the people that are like, oh, they're doing this for publicity. I'm like, well, he's doing a shit job at it because he's always just like kind of lurking yeah. in the background, like my personal life. Like, I, I think this is just a dude who had a crush, a singer, and turns out they kind of vibe,
1: and I, for one, fucked it. I agree but I'm a fan I'm I'm a fan I like this I'm here for it I don't know I don't know so good luck Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey I wish you all the best like her album if they break up isn't gonna be that good because I think he's just a nice person (laughs)
0: Okay, after a little bit of technical difficulties, I feel like uh, the folks need to hear about the most oppressed <laughs> of, uh, of the people in this country. I refer, of course, to billionaire uh, white men who yeah. are over 60 years old. Truly yeah. the most opper- oppressed of us all.
1: They really are. Uh, they really are. I feel
0: bad for them. Uh, so owner of the Indianapolis Colts, Jim Irsay, was arrested in 2014 for operating a vehicle while being intoxicated. Uh, earlier uh, this week, he came out and said that it was a result of police prejudice against him for being, quote, a rich white billionaire. That's <laughs> <asked> why he, <laughs> when asked why he pled guilty, Ursay responded, to quote, "Just get it over with." Now, I don't know if you are familiar with what. Uh, Jim say's 2014 arrest, but he was pulled over with a shit ton of pills and like $40,000 in cash.
1: Dude, he, then he had, I was reading this, he also then had oxycodone, hydrocodone and uh alprazolam, an uh, anxiety medication in his system at the time of the arrest. So like, say they pulled you over because they don't like rich white men my guy you're we you were fucking high as a kite like you were driving well heavily under the influence you were on co- oxy you're on fucking oxy and hydrocodone at the same time driving i believe like when you take these types of medications they say do not operate heavy machinery and if you are like me sometimes you think that that is like a forklift when really it is just a car. He was operating heavy machinery while heavily, heavily under the influence of drugs. Well,
0: okay. It wasn't his fault. Oh, he failed the field sobriety test because he had just come off hip surgery.
1: Oh, okay. So he was driving while he had, after he had hip surgery?
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I thought this was America. <laughs> oh <laughs> he said, quote, the arrest was wrong. I had just had hip surgery and had been in the car for 45 minutes. And what? They asked me to walk the line. Are you kidding me? I can barely walk at all. Uh, mainly because you're high as a kite, but that's neither here nor there. It's like, kite.
1: I can barely walk at all. So you chose to drive a car? <laughs> like, sir.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty pissed off at Jim Irsay because he's making me defend the police. Right? <laughs> like, come on. Like, you're driving all slow, stopping in the middle of, like, roadways. And then you get out the car and you can't even walk in a straight line? Right. They ha- they had to arrest you dude and for once i'm glad to see that they didn't look at his name and see oh shit that's the owner of the indianapolis colts and let him go like no they arrested him no they were I like... also <laughs> I like how he also talked about how he's basically like a self-made man kind of deal and it's like no your father owned the indianapolis colts <laughs>
1: Like oh, so he was trying to say like he was self-made, but his dad owned the Colts. Yeah.
0: No, Jim Ursay inherited the Colts.
1: That son of a bitch.
0: <laughs> like he was given the biz like the family business. And I mean, I guess he like took it from like millions to like hundreds of millions or whatever. Um, but yeah, he okay. was just given the cults.
1: What? A, what a dummy tell me i'm so annoyed by him i can't believe it <laughs> sorry i can't believe he had the audacity to say that like they just don't like me because i'm a rich white person my guy you were you were high you were high and the cops saw that you were high while driving you can't do that you just can't do that you endanger so many people and they saw you <laughs> like this is the other thing and here here's the people might even know who you are but maybe they all don't like i don't know who that is and maybe these cops didn't even know who you were, you know what I'm saying, like, yeah,
0: no, 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 totally, and uh, but also, they did their job for once they right. they treated the richest amongst us as if they would you know Joe Schmo coming from the factory,
1: exactly, I mean exactly. granted,
0: if it was a black person, I'm confident they probably would have shot at him, but that's neither here nor there,
1: exactly, that's what I was thinking. I was like, I guess he you know he's all right, I don't know, oh life billionaires Fun <laughs> well speaking of being old and not rich <laughs> just old uh on the twitter now x but i'm gonna keep calling it twitter until i die it's twitter it's twitter um a woman asked <laughs> posted the question out into the twitter verse saying what is your most boomer complaint and people responded and so we decided for our listeners at the life is mild podcast we are going to tell you what our most boomer complaints are so why don't we just go back and forth share our little lists and bitch about about some of these things happening in the fucking world today
0: hell yeah i'm done. start down. us off brian All right. So here, this is what grinds my gears. (laughs) QR code menus.
1: Okay. 100%. Look, is it easy?
0: Is it easy for me to pull my phone out and pull up the menu? No. I mean, well, yes, it's easy for me to do it. Is it so hard for you to just hand me a menu? Like, part of me going out is the whole experience. I'm on my phone all the time. I want to just hold the menu sometimes be like, hmm, what do you have? I don't want to have to be there and like scroll through my phone and, um, uh, let me enhance that. Let me, let me get in here on that. Like, uh, does that say anchovies on that? I don't know. What would you have? Like, no, give me a regular menu and Talk to me like a damn regular customer. When I was uh when we went to Ireland, they had to scan this QR code and then we placed the order right through the uh through the portal there. And I'm like, well, oh, what the hell am I tipping for at the end of this?
1: Yeah, no. I am in agreement. I I hate QR code menus. I want the list, I want to see it all, I want to have it in my hand. Absolutely despise QR menus. I get it for COVID. you know what people are pretending it doesn't exist anymore so i'm gonna pretend it doesn't exist when i go to a restaurant i want a fucking menu like that's it coat it and laminate it and give it to me exactly um my biggest complaint is movie trailers not telling you what the movie is about i was watching the trailer for the movie Saltburn, and i had absolutely no idea what this movie was about and this is the thing this is not the first time but it was like people were talking about it and so they were like oh it's coming out it's coming out and so then i watched the trailer and i was like but what is it like all i see is the dude from euphoria and that other dude who just got nominated <laughs> for an oscar and this is it. I just see them making eyes at each other, little comments, but there is no context. Do you remember back in the day the trailer would even have a voiceover? Sometimes it would be like, you know, in a world, in a world. where <laughs> I'd be like, Jack is a lonely, like, playboy. And here comes Jill, who's happy and the man at Pixie dream girl. And you'd be like, bet, got it. Sums it up. Tells me what is going on. Now it's just like, who can have a lot of visuals as quickly as possible and give me no information? I fucking hate movie trailers now. Like, please just tell me, is this going to be worth my time? Cause I, I don't even watch movies anymore because I'm like, I have to go now and dig and read the plot somewhere where I'm like, I've I've tapped out. I'm so old when it comes to this. This is my boomer complaint. Just tell me what the movie is about in the movie trailer.
0: Yes, please. I don't need to see a long tracking shot of a guy walking through the desert and the sun setting behind him and then you'll be like the Marie Curie story. It's like, what the fuck? (laughs)
1: Exactly. This this does nothing for me. Shot's not
0: even in the movie. I think that all started with uh, uh, that Liam Neeson movie, um, The Grey, where they show him like, dipping his knuckles in glass and being circled by these wolves. And I was like, fuck yes. I'm about to go see Liam Neeson fight some wolves with glass on his fists. The scene wasn't even in the movie. (laughs) I sat through two hours and like 15 minutes waiting to see a wolf fight that (laughs) never came.
1: That's the other, I'm gonna say this too, I'm gonna add this one. Like movies being like fucking like two and a half hours now. And I'm like, get to the fucking point. We were watching we were watching The Craft a couple weeks ago from the 90s. It's a tight 90 minutes. And they get straight to the point. And I was like, I forgot about this. Allie and I were like talking about all, how now this movie would be two and a half hours long. It would show flashbacks and give you all this backstory about everybody. And you're like, I don't want to read a book. I came to be entertained for 90 minutes. Just get to it. Nobody's trying to win an Oscar with the fucking craft. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like. But
0: if the usual if the usual suspects can get that shit wrapped up in two hours, you can get your movie wrapped
1: up in two hours. Thank you. Thank you. Oof. What's next for you? Well, my next
0: complaint, there are too many school-related apps. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got at least, I'm going to look at my phone here, and just, I have one, a whole folder here full of apps for Julian. There's four of them right now. I don't need four. Just send me like a calendar with that shit so I can put it all on <laughs> on the damn uh, refrigerator. I don't want to have to, oh, you got to log into Seesaw and see what's going on here. Then you got to log into Team Reach and see if he's got practice this week. Oh, boy. Art is updating. You got to see what he did in art class this week. What? Yeah. Just send that shit home.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: it oh, is. I don't even, I'm running out of passwords. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> That's another one. Too many fucking passwords. You're right. There are God a lot damn. of school apps having to log into like Google class, Aspen, Vermont, like all these different things just to like see how your kid's doing. It's like, I don't know. Didn't our parents just get like progress reports? It, it is, it's aggressive. And I like being able to contact the teacher, but I'm also like, I still don't need all of this stuff all the time. You're right. That's a good one. Yeah.
0: I get uh, daily attendance reports. I get all these PowerPoint, power school, this, send that shit home in a, (laughs) in a calendar that that's it. And if he misses school, call me, that's it. I don't need weekly daily emails.
1: (laughs) It's so much. Oh, uh, standing in the middle of the aisles at grocery stores. This is, this is my boomer complaint, man. And I swear, I don't know what happened. And I think it's just like the fall of, common decency or whatever it is it's people believing that they are the main characters in life when we're all just non-playable characters (laughs) just trying to survive this bitch like that's it but now I swear to god every time I go to the grocery store every time I go it's just people just standing in the middle of the aisle just standing there and they might be like shopping but like then I'll be like excuse me excuse me I'm like literally, I'm just trying to move past you because like I had to get one thing on this end of the aisle and something on the other end. And like, I just need you to move your ass and move over. And it's like, they don't see people around them. Like, it's just like, I I can't stand it, Brian. I see it happens every time I go where I'm like, am I invisible? <laughs> like, am I gonna, am I gonna be an angry black woman at the fucking grocery store? Now I'm on somebody's goddamn TikTok screaming at people because we've lost all common decency and like respect because I will be and I'll be okay with that
0: I mean I'm fine being an angry uh, black man at the grocery store that's Ugh. why I kind of I like going either in the evening or in the morning
1: yep, yep. but if
0: it's one of those like midday trips oh I loathe that shit yeah like I move move to the side. The aisles are big enough where you could, If I'm looking at something and I can't figure out what I want, I see somebody coming, I move to the side and what's step back. Side? I can still see see what's on the shelf there. I don't need to stand right in the middle of the aisle like, oh, what's this here? Oh, I don't know. Does she want Parmesan bread crumbs or does she want Italian? <laughs> I am gonna stand here and hold everybody up.
1: Yes. God, I absolutely... I do. I do like all my shopping now mostly in the morning. So like I drop Langston off and then whatever I need, I'm trying to like get in the morning. Cause like nobody's there. So I was like, yeah. I'm not trying to deal with all these fucking people. If I have to go on a Saturday or Sunday, I'm so mad. And there's this Costco that we go to, cause there's two and they're about equal distance, but we go to the one up in like Skokie and I won't even go anymore. Like Carl goes <laughs> because every <laughs> fucking time I go there, people ram their carts into me. And I was like, Carl, it's racist (laughs) i was like (laughs) i was like that's the only explanation i was like all these people fucking ramming their carts into me and i've just come to the conclusion it's because i'm like the only non-white person in this establishment and that's not true because it's costco and it's always full of everybody but that's how i feel but it's kind of true it's kind of true i just like get so upset and he was like and then he went today and he was like you are right. <laughs> like they were getting close. And I was like, you're so big, they're not gonna ram into you. Anyway, I hate it. Absolutely hate it. Oh, what's your next one? This is so cathartic, by the way.
0: <laughs> yeah. Start concerts on time. Okay. Yes. I'm a grown-ass man. I have a either I've got my mother-in-law or a babysitter at home with the boy. I got a time frame I'm trying to be in as to not be a dick to the person watching my child start. If it says 7 o'clock, you start that shit at 7 o'clock. Okay? I don't need to wait 745 and then the opener comes out. No. That's why I like Janet Jackson. Janet Jackson's concert started at 7. Ludacris was on the stage at 701. Okay? He gave a tight 30 minutes. 10 minutes to set the stage up for Janet Jackson. She gave us two hours. 10.15, we're walking back to the car. I was like, that's an adult right there. Janet Jackson know it up.
1: You know what? Taylor Swift was the same way. We got there. Openers were like finishing because she came on at like whatever. I think it was about 30 minutes and then, yeah, she she like, this, openers were like 30 minutes and then she was on. And I was like, this is how you fucking do this shit. Wrap it up. Keep it moving. Nobody's kind (laughs) of (laughs) waiting. Uh uh pets in public places. I'm gonna that's mine. And I know I'm gonna get some heat for this because we got a lot of pet people in our life, but I don't need dogs everywhere. I just don't. I don't need them at every bar and every fucking restaurant. And I'm not talking about service animals, obviously. But, like, you can leave your pet at home for a couple of hours. They'll be okay. Like, and not everybody wants to be around your pet. That's the other thing. Like, did we just forget that people have allergies? Or, like, people don't want dogs around while they're trying to, like, eat at a restaurant? And, like, I don't want a dog jumping on me while I'm holding a beer because I'm going to be mad. I just, like, that one really... And now I was looking at this thing and people are bringing their fucking cats into places and letting them sit on the table.
0: Which is fucking gross.
1: It's gross. It's fucking gross. Yeah, And they'll be like, oh, I can't leave my dog because he has a lot of anxiety. And I was like, well, maybe it's because you like coddled him. This is how much of a boomer I am. Not when it comes to kids, but when it comes to pets. I'm like, you're coddling your dog. He'll suck it up. Get over it.
0: (laughs) Now, see, as someone who has a puppy. Correct. I could make that excuse and be like, well, you know, I don't want him, his little bladder, blah, blah, blah. You know what I do? I keep my visit short. Yep.
1: You made the choice. <laughs> and,
0: <laughs> okay. I know what it is with a, with a, you know, well, he's nine months old, so he's good now. But like early on, I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to have to dip out of here a little bit early. Go let the dog out. Yeah. I'm not bringing the dog with me everywhere. Like that's everywhere. just not everybody's dog people. frankly i'm not a dog person i like my dog (laughs) shout out to rob 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 johnson was the one who got me with that he was like i don't like dogs i like my dog (laughs) and i was like shit i think he might be right (laughs) yeah
1: it's absolutely true i grew up with dogs and that's what like blows my mind i mean from birth to graduation like my whole life i had a dog or two growing up like we always had dogs the only place we brought them outside of the vet was my grandparents' house up at the lake because it was a large, like, rural place with a fenced-in area and a lake, and, uh, like, they had dogs. And so it was, like, people just brought their That's, like, what you did. Yeah. That was it. We never took them, like, anywhere else. Ever. And so, like, I don't. To me, I'm always like, why are you bringing your fucking dog everywhere? It's like a kid. You don't bring your kid everywhere. Don't bring your dog. You think I'm going to bring Langston to a bar? No, because he's a kid. Don't bring your (laughs) dog to a bar because he's a fucking dog. Facts. Facts.
0: All right. So my, my last complaint that I have here. And this is to I guess this is to people younger than me. Uh and I got a couple of people I know that are my age that does this. Stop going on Instagram live if you're not interesting.
1: Oh okay. I I
0: don't give a shit what you oh look at me. I'm I'm sitting on the couch watching TV. So oh I'm driving my car and I'm listening to this to this new young thug. Who gives a shit? Nobody cares. Are you interesting? Are you giving me some information? No, you want me to just sit here and look at you while you listen to something? Or sit here and look at you while you watch something? It's not even like you're streaming a video game or something. Like, be interesting if you're going to go on Instagram live. Like, that is, I was like, this is the most, what the fuck? I'm mad here that I clicked on this accidentally (laughs) when the notification popped up because that's how they get you.
1: That is how they get you. So and so's going live. I'm like, oh. I like stopped because you're right it just was not interesting I was like I don't know if I'm just following boring people but none of this is fascinating to me I don't care about any of it unless you're going live to give me like details on some like tea (laughs) I don't give a shit I'm not listening
0: yeah yeah like if you're at a protest or you're at a, a music festival and you're showing around like, oh, look at all the stages. Well, okay, yeah, that's fine, that's yeah. cool. I don't need to see you sitting in your backyard like,
1: oh, self care Sunday, having a lemonade. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? Nobody cares.
0: Do something interesting. <laughs>
1: please, 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 yes.
0: Set up a ramp and jump off of it on a bike or
1: something. <laughs> right, like do something. <laughs> But I don't need like a window into your boring ass life. Do you want to sit here and watch me watch Bob's Burgers? No. Well, <laughs> some people be I like, just, mm. yeah, that might I'd be.
0: Put put the Bob's Burgers on the screen, and yeah. you might be cooking with gas right there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I got a million followers. How the hell that happened? <laughs> like, I just watch this girl watch Bob's Burgers. <laughs> but you know, like to me, I'm like, we again. This goes back to this, like idea that people think that they are the main character like that they are are special we're just not special we just aren't (laughs) like we are just all no nothing (laughs) i'm sorry
0: i was explaining that to somebody at work and they were talking about like oh the government's tracking your phones and blah, blah 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 i'm like dude you're not interesting enough to track yeah. Like there's nothing about you that the government's like, you know what? I need to go track that Tony dude. He's got some dangerous thoughts. Like, no,
1: shut no. the fuck up. You're not interesting. You're not interesting. You just aren't. And that's and that's and like Yeah, no I'm not yeah, interested. I'm not interesting. <laughs> like we we aren't like doing anything spectacular or worth going live for. I'm sorry. It's just do you want to watch me water my plants? Maybe that is a thing. Maybe I'm knocking out some million dollar ideas <laughs> that I need to start doing. Yeah. But really, it's just so. I agree. I agree.
0: Yeah, they'd be um, like, oh man, this guy is struggling with the New York Times crossword puzzle again. <laughs> he needs to give it up. <laughs> it there's... would be a very sad live stream.
1: <laughs> They're so hard. I do the Atlantic crossword and they have that same kind of, you know, Monday is super easy and it just gets progressively harder and by like Thursday, I'm like, I'm dumb. I can't do this. I'm not doing anymore. <laughs> I'm feeling real but bad this... about myself. So uh, I'm smart but I promise. <laughs> I really am. Uh, my last one is like, there doesn't need to be an app for everything. Like, everything needs to like have an app now to operate it almost and I'm just like but why though like what why does my new washing machine need an app I don't need an app like what the fuck I I just I don't need an app oh but you can like check the thing from first of all we live in a one floor condo I can hear when it's done (laughs) I don't need to (laughs) I don't need to do anything like I'm not really leaving and if I leave it can just sit there it's not like a big deal but even like this clothing store that I bought some pants from that I really like you have to like download the fucking app to do that and I was like what are you doing just let me buy clothes from your website I don't want to have an app there's just like it's too much in my opinion it's just too too much it doesn't need to happen like let me just go through a browser and be done with it not everything needs a fucking app
0: i don't even need to go through a browser what happened to the old days of just put your phone number in and we can see what your rewards are i gotta gotta go log into something and get you a qr code and then you got fuck you h&m okay i'm not doing (laughs) it i'll just miss out on the three dollars and 26 cents that i could have saved on this stupid ass belt
1: that i gotta buy it's totally true let me just put my phone number in oh
0: yes i, I promise listeners i'm not this angry all the time
1: <laughs> no 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 but there's just some things where i'm like this is excessive we shouldn't have to do all this there there are simpler simpler ways to manage all of these things man what has been going on in the world
0: well the big thing well one of the many big things going on in the world is as of this recording by the time you hear it uh george santos our favorite liar who lies all the time <laughs> might be out of a job yeah. because he is currently up for expulsion so he's also announced that he's not running for reelection because, well, duh. Yes. Uh, but yeah, uh, the Senate, uh, not Senate, excuse me, the House uh, Ethics Committee released a very damning report, I would say. <laughs> um, George was out here uh, spending campaign funds on some wild shit. Yes.
1: Yes. So much so
0: that so much so that even Republicans are like, all right, this is a bridge too far, buddy.
1: (laughs) Well, my biggest thing was that he, I didn't know like all the bad things he had done, but he like stole the identity of like some of his campaign workers opened credit cards under their name and then like paid for shit with it i was like sir that's a that's a that's a felony <laughs> sir I, that is very illegal you can't extremely do that. like this isn't
0: even like you know that sort of illegal where they donate to a political fund and right you use it for personal use it's like no 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 you stole their identity and paid for botox. Yeah.
1: It's bad. <laughs> I was like, ooh, George. Yeah. George. <laughs> what, what are you doing, George? This is bad news bears.
0: Yeah. So, I'm expecting him to pop up here with so like I oh, I can't when he first got in trouble, he popped up. It was like talking about his husband like out of the blue. And then there was uh the video of him like walking around with a baby. I was like Are you just going to like keep adding family members to like try to take the heat off you until like I don't think you're going to be able to lie your way out of this one, buddy? No. And then he had a press conference.
1: As he should. Yeah. (laughs) He was committing hella crimes and not well. (laughs) It's really bad, (laughs) Brian.
0: I think this is probably one of the funnier things of Donald Trump is that it has convinced all of these idiots that they are smart enough to, like, pull a long-term scam. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to say that Donald Trump is smart, but he's also richer than George Santos, Mm -hmm. so he can Mm -hmm. delay, 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 whereas George Santos, uh, without his lovely campaign fund, is kind
1: of boned. Yep. They're like people forgot that Donald Trump has been around forever and yeah. was rich for a long time. A lot of connections, old money. Yes.
0: Whereas George Santos, uh, we don't even know if his mother's alive. Uh, yeah. she died nine eleven. She died of cancer. Uh, she was grandparents were Holocaust survivors. Uh, he was a drag queen in Argentina. It's like. Oh, that's uh, right. The, the star of a volleyball team that does not exist. <laughs> you have lived a fascinating life, yeah. Georgie boy.
1: Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see if he. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Uh, I will see these last two stories. <laughs> I'm just going to say they're good ones. This is celebratory news at the Life is Mild podcast. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. So this, uh, this story here, I got particular joy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Derek Chauvin, uh, the piece of shit who murdered George Floyd, uh, was stabbed
1: in prison. Uh, on Black Friday.
0: To which I replied on uh, Twitter: Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's quote in stable condition. (laughs) I'm going to hell. He's in stable condition and expected to survive. Frankly, though, you know what? I'm glad that he's survived because that means that he can just be stabbed again. Again, yeah. Like I, that's kind of what I want his his jail term to be is just like a series of him like going through getting stabbed.
1: Yeah. Like oh, years. This is just what you have to deal with. Because you're a terrible person. Yeah, this what
0: You're a racist murderer. And frankly, racist murderers deserve to be stabbed.
1: Yeah. It is what it is. Don't be a racist murderer. You st- won't get stabbed.
0: I mean, that seems like pretty simple. I'm not a racist murderer, and I've never been stabbed.
1: I've never been stabbed either, so I think we're doing something right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so... Fuck you, Derek Chauvin. Yeah. Shout out to you, mystery stabber. <laughs> <laughs> can I like? Can they release his name so I can put something on his books? The money, like, in- you know. Yeah.
1: Can I? Can I add to your commissary fund?
0: Get you, get you some noodles and noodles on the Life Is Mile podcast, baby boy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh. Well, in other spectacular news. St- Stupendous news, even. Henry Kissinger, the war criminal himself, has died at the age of 100. Brian, ding dong, (laughs) the monster's (laughs) fucking gone. Like, honestly, fuck this guy. Fuck that. Here's the deal. I don't often, when we do our podcast, I don't like read straight up like a whole entire fucking article. But this one from Al Jazeera goes through almost all of the atrocities that this motherfucker committed. And so for our listeners, oh, you're going to hear about it because, of course, there are people who are like, we shall not celebrate when people die. No, no, we must celebrate when people like him die because he has the blood of over three million peoples on his hands. Like. He is responsible for the death of over 3 million people globally, including the United States. So let's talk about Vietnam. Uh, First of all, this bitch won a Nobel Peace Prize for ending the war in Vietnam. Mind you, mind you.
0: How did he end said war? (laughs) Was it very peaceful? Because well, I bet it was very peaceful if he got yeah, a peace prize. It really right?
1: wasn't. See, here's that's the funny thing. Because one, the war would have ended earlier, but oh no, he wanted to secure his spot in the Nixon uh, cabinet or whatever. And so fucked over Johnson's plan and uh, decided to prolong the war, costing millions of Vietnamese, American, Laotian and Cambodian lives. Oh, what happened in Cambodia? Oh, was it like secret illegal carpet bombings that they are still still dealing with to this fucking day? Went in, bombed, like I think dropped over 2 million bombs on these people. Anywhere from 150 to 300,000 people were killed. And this, of course, led to the Khmer Rouge a genocidal rule of Pol Pot taking over, which these folks are still recovering from to this day. They are still discovering those unexploded bombs in Cambodia to this day. Uh, What happened in Bangladesh? We are just scratching the surface Brian. (laughs) This is, he is a monster. What happened in Bangladesh? Well, basically, Bengali nationalists in what was then known as East Pakistan won elections. Fearing a loss of control, the military government in West Pakistan launched a murderous crackdown. Kissinger and Nixon stood staunchly behind the slaughter, choosing not to warn the generals to hold back. Motivated by Pakistan's usefulness as a counterweight to China and to Soviet-leaning India, Kissinger was unmoved by the killing of 300,000 to 3 million people. In Chile... Kissinger disapproved of uh, Salvador Allendale's self-proclaimed Marxist, who who was democratically elected in Chile as president in 1970. So for the next three years, basically Kissinger, the CIA, and everybody worked to destabilize the country, put in $11 million to destabilize Chile, and put in uh, Pinochet, who was... A dictator and ruled for 17 years. more than 3,000 people disappeared under him and or were killed and tens of thousands of his opponents were imprisoned and basically Kissinger was like, I mean, we didn't do it. I mean we helped. you fucking did it. uh Cyprus there was this was one I was like what basically, Together, the Greek coup and the Turkish invasion resulted in thousands of casualties. He basically pitted these two folks against each other, causing loss of life. East Timor, again, another one I did not know. Kissinger greenlit President Suharto of Indonesia's invasion of, each, of East Timor. Um, he basically just said... Get in, get it over with done quickly. The next day, Suharto moved in with his U.S. equipped army, killing over 200,000 East Timorese. Everything that's going on in Israel and Palestine right now, uh, you can connect back into 1973. And Kissinger had a role in everything that's going on, going on now in Argentina Basically uh, was endorsing murder, uh, called people like, was like telling that the lefts there were dissidents uh, or who were dissidents were actually terrorists, who flattered the dictator there, uh, said, you're doing a great job combating terrorism. Uh, Up to 30,000 people disappeared, 10,000 people died during the uh, dictator's rule. And that lasted until 1983. He had a part in uh, South Africa's <laughs> problems. Uh, Kissinger Jesus didn't. Jesus Christ! I, I know. There's these are things like I was like I think I knew about three of these. Look,
0: and I that was, it was. I knew it was bad. I didn't think it was like this.
1: Yeah, it's fucking terrible. I literally knew about Chile, Cambodia, and his role in Vietnam. And like, I think that was it. And that was like enough for me. And then just today I was like, you bitch. (laughs) Like I did not know about Argentina, East Timor, um, basically in South Africa, Kissinger, um, he visited bestowing political legitimacy on the apartheid government. Shortly after the Soweto uprising, which saw black school children and others gunned down by police. Uh, He forced the uh, Rhodesian prime minister, Ian Smith, into accepting majority black rule. He cleaved to South Africa's apartheid government in its support of UNITA rebels fighting the marxist Leninist people's movement for the liberation of Angola. That war lasted 27 years. And there we go. These are just some of the things that this motherfucker did. Oh, also, basically when they established Israel... And something was happening in the Soviet Union, because there's always something happening there. Russian Jews were worried about like getting killed. He said in one of Nixon's recordings, you know, those secret recordings, and he himself was Jewish, by the way, he said, I don't care. And trigger warning, I don't care if they gas all those Jews or not. That's not a political issue. It's maybe a humanitarian issue. So, so for
0: someone who was Jewish, he was also wildly anti-Semitic.
1: Seems like it.
0: Yeah, he, I remember there was a quote that was, uh, I believe it's, if not for the accident of my birth, I'd be uh, considered anti-Semitic. That's right. That's right.
1: What a piece of shit. What I, Somebody that I follow on Twitter, she said, because when somebody, you know, again posted, like, oh, we shouldn't be celebrating his death or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And she said, the only sad thing about Kissinger dying is that Anthony Bourdain wasn't around to see it. Yeah. Because he hated, hated Kissinger, and rightfully so. But he was, you know, there is a clip going around to him right now, but he says, like, in my world travels I see the aftermath of his works and like he had a really good quote of like if you go to Cambodia like you would never want to stop beating Henry Kissinger to death because those people are still feeling the effects of it today and like he gets to like rub elbows with like all these famous people and like be you know He's been praised by presidents and leaders in America forever. And to me, like, of all the people in America that should actually be celebrating this, I was thinking about, like, our boomer parents who lived through the, through the Vietnam War, new people who were sent there, new people who died there. And I was like, and this, their blood is on Kissinger's hands. So every one yeah. of them should be out in the streets fucking celebrating because he is the reason that war lasted longer as long as it did. and he is the cause of so much death and destruction across the globe. It's just unfathomable that he just got to oh oh and I'm sorry, I know I'm ranting, but it was just like <laughs> this man is unbelievable. He was asked by George W George W. Bush after 9 11 to sit on like a security council or something or something like that and he was like yeah of course but he gets there he can't because he refused to give up who his like client list is at his consulting firm and refused to talk about conflicts of interest and i was like this is because this man only craves power and doesn't yeah. give a fuck who he screws over who he kills clearly clearly yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm reminded of a quote from The Simpsons when it comes to the death of Henry Kissinger. And it's, why now? Why not 30 years ago? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Like, I think what really pisses me off is that he, I saw someone tweet that he got to die peacefully at his home Surrounded by his family, probably after a birthday party celebrating his 100th birthday, where he was lavished love and praise upon. And I'm like, You didn't deserve that. Nope. Like, I know we talk a lot about, like, you know, people who have bad things happen to them and they don't deserve that. I'm talking about somebody that has something good happening and he, he does not deserve it. No. Like, pure evil. So, just evil. Yeah. Fuck you, buddy.
1: Glad you're dead. You are the you deserve to die. You de- should have died. Yep. Should've died a long time ago.
0: Bye-bye, bitch. Yep.
1: See you in hell, motherfucker. Can I get yes? Sweet yes. Ah, oh. it's that time again
0: uh, well I, that was very therapeutic i, I think we yeah it, we needed that.
1: we did need that
0: and I, I think what the people also need, yeah, I, look, we got our boomer complaints out, we got to talk about the boomer Satan, we got to celebrate a racist getting stabbed it, it I think this has been a pretty good episode, technical difficulties notwithstanding yeah. um, so sterling who in the year of our lord 2023 can get
1: it well my runner up this week is none other than uh mr paul rudd you know why because i saw a picture of him <laughs> i love when this happens it's just scrolling through the ageless wonder is what we like to call him this man has not aged at all he's so funny he's so cute uh you know, he was actually one of my first celebrity crushes because I saw Clueless in the theater, and I was like, "That brother is really cute." So, Paul Rudd is definitely my runner-up. My winner this week is kind of a strange one, but again, oh, that was not a pun. But this is uh, this one goes out to David Harbour. Uh, he is on Stranger Things, and my sister and I both are big fans of him. Like, we both are like, hmm. You can get it. Like, he's just like a big dude. And I like him a lot. <laughs> he's like a big old man. Uh like you him got a, lot. a type. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I really do. It's all right. <laughs> no judgment, right? No judgment. No, no, no. <laughs> judgment free zone. I got a type. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, god damn. But I do. I just like him. And he's like really serious about acting. He's like one of those, you know, he talks about acting and you're like, oh man, you're like a fucking actor, you know, really into this art form. So that's just, I don't know. I was just like, he's a good looking dude. I've liked him for a long time. I don't think he's made the list. So David Harbour is my can get it winner for this week. Brian, who can get it for you?
0: So my runner up this week. Speaking of ageless wonders, Miss mm. Regina Hall. Yeah, been a been a, been a big fan since mm-hmm. uh, you know Scary Movie. Um, <laughs> saw a uh, saw a video of uh, her and Neil Long and Sanaa Lathan uh, on Thanksgiving, and I was like, "Well, that's just nice. All <laughs> of you just y'all are just not going to age, and y'all just gonna be fine as hell forever." Like that's just that's just what it is. Okay, that's fine. That's cool. <laughs> So yeah, Regina, Regina Hall, you're my you're my runner up.
1: Good choice. But my Good winner choice.
0: this week, my runner up this week, she's a uh, she's a, a lovely young lady from the West Coast. Um, so if you go to a little town called Sherman Oaks, there was a a very beautiful actress there uh, named Elizabeth Olsen. Now if you go. About 5 hours and 45 minutes to the north, you'll go to the birthplace of this week's winner, with apologies to Elizabeth Olsen, Malika Andrews. Malika Andrews is my uh, can-get-it-for-this-week simply because she's been catching a lot of hell for a dumb-ass reason. So, over Thanksgiving break, it was revealed an NBA player might have had a relationship with a girl who's in high school. Mm. Oh, yes. So, because I saw that so because yeah, he did that shit yeah uh allegedly Uh-oh. allegedly i'm not i'm not trying to get sued uh, <laughs> but uh yeah so over thanksgiving break that news comes out and because malika has spoken about it i mean she just basically reports what happened like that guy from the university of alabama had the you know was he an accessory to murder she talked about it uh Ime Udoka was sleeping with somebody who was under him. So she was she talked about it. Now they're acting like, oh, well, she don't want to talk about it because it's a white guy. If it had been a black dude, she would have been out here saying something, ignoring the fact that her television show was on hiatus until Monday. Hmm. So you want her to, what, report from her Thanksgiving table about Josh Giddey sleeping with a, a teenager? You want her right. to run up on somebody else's show? Like, no. No. She will report it when her show is back on the air, which she did. Then it became, well, she ain't talking with the same tone that she does the black dudes. And I'm like, stop it. Stop it. Okay. People they loved Malika Andrews at first when she got the job, then they found out she was dating or married to uh this uh the white NBA reporter Dave McMenamin.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: after that, it became oh, well, she she's fake, she ain't you know, she's not really black, She she's biracial, she's this, she's that, she hates black men, she's got an agenda. And it's like, stop it, always stop it. You didn't have a chance. Her anyway, just call her pretty and move the that hell. That's if a guy is like accused of taking murder by somebody, I think it works being mentioned when he's drafted.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's murder. <laughs> <sighs> so yeah. Ah. Uh. Good choice, though. But poor Malika. So yeah, Malika, she just did her job
0: and she catches all kinds of hell from these ashy-ass dudes who do nothing but listen to Dr. Umar Johnson YouTube shows and all that shit, and it's like stop it. Stop it. Okay, you're not as smart as you think you are. This woman is reporting, and if she's not reporting on it, guess what? She works for a corporation that's not trying to get sued, so she's not just gonna go out here and start throwing out theories. If you can't prove it, they're not going to report
1: it. Exactly. That's how, that's it. That's <laughs> it, how real news, journalism. that's how real Dick news works. It's like, you you have to understand, like you have to fact find before you just report things. These aren't podcasts like us, <laughs> like <laughs> nobody's holding us to any high standard. That's like the thing, these podcasters, these people always want to complain about shit and be like, oh, they're not doing this. And it's like, but that's not how real journalism works have to wait you have to fact find you have to figure out confirm and then you report then you do it and then you say just allegedly until you can like confirm anything
0: boom and again i stress her show was on hiatus for thanksgiving break <laughs> Wh- where exactly was she supposed to talk about this right like are, the fuck is wrong with y'all yeah, like
1: fuck those guys. she's
0: off when y- when you're off, when you're off at your job of I don't know scooping up dog shit or whatever the hell these idiots do, you're not thinking about scooping dog shit when you're with your family. No, you're off.
1: I'm off. Taking a break. Ugh. Yeah,
0: as she. Ugh. Yeah. So, Malika, we we love you here, baby.
1: <laughs> yes, we do. Ah, oh, this was a good one. This was a good one. This was fun. <laughs> this was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Got got a lot of things off the yeah. yes.
1: uh, Well, this has been another episode of the Life is Mild podcast. I am one of your hosts. I am Sterling. I'm your other host. I'm Brian. We'll see you next time.
0: Bye.